This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah. So click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your host, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to tell you our top 10 favorite things about the lifestyle. Yeah, so if you are considering joining the lifestyle and you kind of want to know, like, what's so great about this, this will be, be a good one to listen to, I think. Yeah, I think it's funny. You know, we talk a lot about um, when we talk to John and Jackie, but, uh, you know, Jackie said some words about uh, how if nobody's going to advocate for this lifestyle, you know, if people in the lifestyle aren't going to advocate for it, you know, who will? And so I think talking about... Some of the things that are positive, some of the things we like, some of the benefits to being a non-monogamous person or being a swinger. I think it's, it's important to highlight that stuff so people yeah. can kind of understand why we love this community and this lifestyle so much. Yeah, I agree. And this is also our 50th podcast. The Big Five O. Yeah. Kind of crazy, huh? Kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. We're sneaking up on a year here. Yeah. So like a little backstory, I wanted to do 50 things I love about that's true. Lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So we we thought for the 50th episode, Lacey wanted to do 50 things. And I was like, that's way too many things and it's going to be too much work. And and he was correct. <laughs> so we narrowed it down to 10. So we're doing 10. The top 10. That's but, a good though. But yeah, our, a lot of our friends gave us um, things that they love. And it, a lot of it all was kind of the same thing. Hence yeah. why we couldn't do 50. Um, but we kind of put them all together and turned it into 10 or 10 of our favorites. So Thank you for the ones who helped us. We've reached out to pretty much everybody. Um, reached out on Snapchat, reached out on TikTok. So if you if you gave us some input, we really appreciate you. 
Yeah, and it is interesting that, you know, like you said, we reached out to people and, and even, you know, people we don't know on Snapchat and, you know, swingers mm-hmm. that we have never even talked to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, there was so much repetition. Oh, in, gosh, the, yeah. Um, you know, so I think, you know, a lot of these 10 things, I think, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be relate, be able to relate to Yeah, them. I agree. All right, so you want to start out? Yeah, so we start with number 10 is meeting new people you might not otherwise have interacted with. Yeah, and I think that's in, in kind of, a, you know, meeting new people is always fun. But it seems like at swinger events or swinger functions or uh, resorts and things like that, uh, you come across people that you probably wouldn't have interacted with inside of your own circles. Yeah, so like the cool thing about swingers, and I know we talked about this before, is like when you walk through the doors of whatever party, resort, whatever the situation is, it doesn't really matter where you come from and what you have or what you do. All of that pretty much goes out the window. You're all on an even playing field and you just get to know people for who they are, which honestly, the world should be more like that. Right. Yeah. Um, Politics doesn't matter. Your social class, how much money you make, what kind of car you drive. Um, Because honestly, most of the time, people have no idea. Yeah. Um, Because we don't really ask those questions. mm -hmm. It's not important. We're there to have fun with our friends um, and get to know one another. So where you work and what you do is not, you know, like in a normal setting, vanilla setting, when you meet someone like, hi, I'm Lacey. That's the first like information you exchange. That's the first information you exchange. But in swinger world, you don't. And it's really refreshing. And I... I don't I can't think of another situation where you could apply that. Yeah, and I think the reason for that people are trying to protect their yeah. their personal identities and what they do and where they work and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So you just don't have those discussions. But yeah. the nice part about that is you don't you know, you don't find those divides on yeah. those those subjects. Yeah, it's really awesome. And and because you're not asking these questions, you get to meet these people and you're meeting people that you probably not would associate with on a normal basis like like a judge. I don't know very many ju- like <laughs> yeah. I don't hang out with judges, you right. know, but like or a senator or wh- whatever, you know, but at a swinger party, hell, they could be a doctor's lawyer, you know, or right. whatever. It or a truck ma- driver. Or yeah. truck driver yeah. or a plumber. Yeah. Um, you know, cool. A plumber could be sitting there talking to a judge and have no idea that either one of them do what they do. Right. And I think that's just really amazing that you know you get that opportunity to meet someone new someone that you probably would not have sat down and had a conversation with in your normal everyday life yeah and i think it's part of you know like when you go to swingers events and in these places everybody wants to interact with people you know yeah. I mean? like everybody's so friendly you want to mm-hmm. have conversations because frankly we're all trying to fuck <laughs> each other right yeah. so you kind of have to have yeah have you got to talk to each other yeah, but it, it just opens things up for good communication and, mm-hmm. and just getting to know people genuinely for who they are as people, not not necessarily what they own or, yeah. or their class. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. I've always loved that about the lifestyle. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think I don't I don't know how we could <laughs> take lessons from that and apply it. I know. Why um, can't the world be more, more like broadly, that? but uh if we could, I think that would be It's like if you could bottle it and sell it, the world would be such a nicer place. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's, is, is that cover that? I think so. All right, let's move on to number nine. Okay. Uh, and again, these are in no particular order. I think we should we should mention. Yeah. Um, they're just kind of kind of random things. And, yeah. And it's just our opinion. I'm sure we've missed some things, or you may not agree with some. So please give us grace. Yeah. So number <laughs> nine is the variety of experiences you get to jo- to enjoy. And this, I don't, I don't think we're talking sexual experiences. It's more of like going places and doing things. And I think when I think of this um, variety of experiences, you know, it reminds me of like Hedo when we're 
naked uh yeah. snorkeling out in the middle of the ocean you know yeah. I mean? like where where else in what other setting would we you be naked in the middle of an ocean snorkeling on a coral reef uh with like 200 of your friends we did have sex though we did and we had sex in a, in a cave <laughs> in a in, cave in, in, in jamaica like, yeah yeah it's things like that i mean know? honestly like even podcasts aside we have done some pretty awesome fucking traveling with swinging right and i know not everybody does there's a lot of different types of swinging some people just swing in their local hometown and stuff mm-hmm. we tend to travel but we have went some cool places now We've stayed in some shitty ass hotels <laughs> for hotel takeovers, and we've stayed at like four and five star places. Uh-huh. But it has taken us all over, mm-hmm. and it's really, really cool. Right? Yeah, and it's just I don't know how many like you know I don't foam parties like I never would have went to a foam no. party. I've never been to a foam party. I like, neither. Uh, you know, just some of these, these yeah. you know nudist resorts. You yeah. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. like there's just so many experiences I think we've had over the last you know seven years you know, we had sex total in, like but. on the beach in you know i mean like what other world i know we, this isn't about sex but i mean just like whatever like those experiences would the we, would we had ever had those if we'd not been a swinger yeah no i don't unless think. we owned a private beach <laughs> yeah <laughs> um we just because I, I just i i feel like swinging has cultured me is that a good way or yeah you know i grew up in the same place i've lived there my whole life and so if anything you know this going along with number 10 it's you know it's pushed me out into the world i've got to meet people i probably wouldn't have met go places i wouldn't have been able to go and experience all these really awesome things yeah no i think that's 100 percent true and it's it's i kind of like the culture of swinging especially for this you know, hotel takeover, travel, resort stuff is because it, it, it encourages you to go new places and do new things and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we've never been, you know, we've been to all these places and all these different parties and stuff, but it's never the same group of people. It's always, you know, we might have some core members of our group that come with us, but we're always meeting new people and yeah. new faces and yeah. doing new things and, you know, marching through, you know, uh, New Sexual Orleans. Sexual freedom parade, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, naked, mm-hmm. you know, snorkeling in Jamaica. And I, I could go on and on and on mm-hmm. about some of the things we've got to do over the last uh, couple of years with this lifestyle. And it's, it's crazy. It really is. Um, but it's good. I think it's good. I feel like I'm alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, which, and I, I kind of credit you to that. Like, when I met you, I've met, and I was a swinger before, but I kind of stayed Home, local, yeah. local, but I feel like for like once in my life, I'm like truly living, you know, it's not a day in, day out routine. It's like all of these new crazy experiences and it gets me excited. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's a hundred percent. Um, one of the great things about the lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, okay. So number eight, what do you got? So my favorite, the parties, the themes and the costumes. Yeah. I think that's, uh, um, it's something inherent to the lifestyle. I don't, you know, I think no matter, you know, what your swinger experience um, is, you are probably going to some type of party, whether it's house parties, hotel mm-hmm. takeovers, clubs, resorts, whatever. Um, and you're getting dressed up. Uh, and it's I, it almost like, you know, I haven't done that since high school, you know, call, you know, like when I was a young 20 yeah. something. Well, I was going to say, so like I did, I worked and went to a community college um, and then, you know, transferred, but never went to like a university where I lived on campus or anything like that. So I never really had like a party age. I, you mm-hmm. know, was married at 22 and had to get at 25. So I was, you know, working and just going about life. So I never got to do like the hardcore partying in my 20s. And I feel like in a lot of ways we're kind of 
living that now, but more responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting. Even you know, you know, I kind of traveled around a lot when I was younger, and and did go to some you know clubs and parties and things like that. But I will say, even when I was in my twenties, um, those weren't swinger parties. <laughs> swinger <laughs> parties are a whole different level. Uh, yeah. You know, you add in, you know, nudity and sex and, uh, you know, just DJs. And I mean, it's they They're, the, the parties are insane. I mean, let's just let's talk about it. So in the theme. So every party and every has a theme. And it, that is for me so much fun. It's like Halloween every time. Like every, once a month, yeah. <laughs> sometimes twice a month. And for me, that is so much fun. Like I love being creative and dressing up and coming up with these cool outfits. And let's just say, even if you're not wearing a costume and you're just like, for instance, we're in Atlanta, we're going to Trapeze tonight. So I'm just wearing black, you mm-hmm. know? But like even even though that's not a costume, like as a 38-year-old mom, you know, stay-at-home mom, whenever would I get to wear like a cocktail dress with sparkles on it, you know, on a random Saturday night? And like that just – that is just fun. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I love dressing up. I love feeling beautiful. Um, it just – I really enjoy that aspect of of the lifestyle. Right. And then even as like, you know, somebody, you know, people that are in our 30s, um, you know, going to clubs and dancing with your friends and having fun. Like, I think that's, you know, it seems like in normal society, once you, you know, get over the age of, I don't know, 25 or something like that, you just aren't supposed to do that anymore. Well, and if we went to a normal bar, like a normal dance bar, uh-huh. we would be the grandma and grandpa's because we're in right. our late 30s, you yeah. know, because it'd all be like 22, 23. <laughs> five-year-olds so in this setting we get to go and and mingle with people in our age group you know give or take some and and not be the the old people in the group and right. feel comfortable yeah and i think you, i mean it's good to not like why do you have to give that up like you yeah. know like you can still have fun when you're in your yeah. 30s and 40s and 50s and man we've partied with people up into their 80s you know what i mean yeah like, well uh, and people ask a lot at times like on tiktok and stuff what happens if you don't want to be in the lifestyle anymore would you quit absolutely we would if we didn't want to be swingers anymore we wouldn't be in the lifestyle but I would still want to go to lifestyle parties, even if we didn't fuck people. <laughs> yeah. They're a good time, you know? I mean, like, I think people get so caught up on the sex part. Like, we have to fuck someone. But honestly, like, going and hanging out with my friends and dressing up and getting to dance. And it's just fun. It's a good time. Yeah. And I'll say, if you know, if you're new to this podcast, go back and listen to some of the uh, Hotel Takeover where we interview the the managers of you know different clubs and, and hotel takeover groups and stuff. And they all say the same thing that really at, at these parties and stuff, the majority of the people that come don't actually engage in yeah. sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just there because they love the atmosphere mm-hmm. and they like partying. They like dancing. They like being naked. They like being around their friends. And it's just, you know, it's a good environment to be in. And, and there's nowhere else in that city or town or in that area where a 30, 40 or 50 year old can go and, and have that type of experience. Um, and so they just go cause it's fun. Yeah. And I think that's, that's great too. You know what I mean? If you want to come out to a swinger event just cause you want to go party with people and you don't plan on swapping partners or, or doing any of the, the sex stuff, like we'll, we'd be happy to have you. Like no, yeah. nobody's going to turn you away. Yeah. But I will say that it, no one's going to turn you away, but you have to be prepared for what you might see. <laughs> yeah, you might if you're see not okay stuff. with nudity and sex, yeah. if you're, you know, if uncomfortable with that, this is not your place to be. If you are. <laughs> you know, sexually open and, and accepting of others. And yeah, you're fine. It, yeah. it depends on the personality. Yep. All right. Number seven. Uh, I think that's on me. Mm-hmm. Um, reconnecting with your partner afterwards. This, this might be like the number one. <laughs> it's you know? number one for you. Well, I mean, 
mean, don't get me wrong. I love fucking other people. <laughs> but, God, but coming back together, that's fucking hot. Yeah. It's so hot. It's interesting. It is, you know, like you you go to these parties, you go to these events, and even if you don't swamp with anybody else, it just gets you energized, right? It, it is. just gets you excited. You just, it's like put you in a sexy on, mood. You're horny. And even if you do fuck other people, that makes you horny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's, I mean, I think 99.9% of the time when we get back to our hotel room or wh- whatever bed we're in that night, we fuck at the end of the we night. We always fuck. I can uh-huh. think of one time that we didn't and it was weird. And I was like, why did we? It was really because we were exhausted and drunk and yeah. passed out. But um, we always in the night together, right. you know, very rarely do you come and finish with another. I mean, it right. happens. Yeah. You know, it does happen. Um, it's not a boundary that we have set, but very rarely do you come with another girl. I mean, partially because of the alcohol and the Viagra. <laughs> Let's just call it like it is. But um, usually we go back to our room or, you know, get settled in for bed and then you and I fuck and you finish with me. Yeah. Um, Which I like personally. Yeah. I think that and it carries with you. You know, we do it like once a month, but that the rest of that month will be, you know. Yeah, because like Dan and I are really big on dirty talk. That's like <laughs> kind of our thing. And we will fucking talk about that shit. Yeah. I'm like, tell me what it she felt like. Yeah. Or did you see me fucking his big cock? You yeah. know, it, it, we definitely talk about it and it's, it, it does something. I love watching you fuck other girls. Yeah, no, it's the same. I feel the same exact mm-hmm. way. Uh, I like, I like, especially when I know you. Because you know, I know all your little cues, and I can tell when you like you're really enjoying it yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's just fucking hot. I mean, it's yeah. just hot to see your partner, you know, having an experience and enjoying themselves and being sexual and being naughty. It's you know everything mm-hmm. about that um, is is super hot, and you know it, it carries. You know, I think it, it keeps our sex life um, energized. Yeah, because like people ask, like, do y'all have like do y'all have normal like sex like when you're not swinging? I'm like. We fuck every day. Yeah. Like, if we go two days without having sex, I'm like, are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> like, if life gets in the way and yeah. we go, you know, a day or two, I'm like, what's wrong? Right. You know? Yeah. So, I think people assume, like, swingers just swing so they could fuck other people. But honestly, fucking other people makes me want to fuck you more. Right. No, I think it, it just, you, you stay connected with that sexual energy or that sexual side of yourself. Um, and that that carries over, you know, from the events and, and parties to your own sex life. And it, and it keeps your sex life energized in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that I don't think you could otherwise. You yeah. Know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you watch porn together, I mean, maybe it's something similar to that. Yeah, you know I, mean? I would imagine. Yeah, it's uh, like real life porn. Right. Like if you are not in the lifestyle and you're thinking about becoming in the lifestyle, you are literally right. watching real life porn. But like. Watching, you know, if you've ever watched porn with your spouse, it's like that, but like on steroids. Right? Yeah. It's like that times 10. It's, yeah. It's that same kind of naughty feeling, but but you're immersed in it. So yeah. it's, it's it's way sexier. Yeah. Um, but that definitely reconnecting, coming back with your partner, carrying that that sexual energy from events over into your own bedroom. I think that's one of the highlights of the, the lifestyle. For oh, sure. totally. For sure. Um, and again, that's not even, you know, it has nothing to do with Anything. fucking other people. It's yeah. just, you know, and, and I, I you know, we've talked about this, I think, a few times before, too, is sometimes it reminds me of how special you are. You know what I mean? Like, I think you've said that same thing, too, yeah. right? Because you have sex with other people and you're like, well, that was okay. But that, yeah. you know, like, that wasn't <laughs> – I know well, I – you know, like, yeah. I know what I have at home and it's way better. You know, because I think – yeah. 
you know. I think the assumption is, is that what if somebody fucks me better than you? I uh, think that's what the, like, a vanilla or outsider person would think. Uh-huh. And realistically, nobody fucks me as good as you. Right. And if that does happen, thank God, right? I mean, like, I know. Oof, that would be an experience, I know, right? right? <laughs> um, it, but I wouldn't want to leave you and go run away with them. Right. Be like, but we need to see them again sometime, you yeah. know, and another time. Well, and that's, you know, we're getting a little off track here, but that whole well, what if somebody fucks you good and you want to leave me? Like, there's so much more to a relationship than sex, right? And that's what, you know, when people say like, well, how can you love them if you fuck other people? And it's like, well, I love them because they're my my partner. You know, they're my person. Like, there's so much more to a relationship. If sex is the only reason you're with your partner, like, you're you're probably in for a, you know, a doomed relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, the sex is good. And uh, I think, I think having sex with other people enhances, only enhances our our, uh, connection. Okay, we've got to move on before we ramble about number seven for an hour. Okay, oh, wait, they're out of order. Oh, wait, we're going down. I'm sorry, you'll have to cut that out. That's okay, go ahead. Okay, number six, having a community of like-minded people who care about you and support you. God, this is huge. That's huge, yeah. I mean, that could be number one. I think all of these could be number one. So one question that we get all the time is, do you only play with somebody one time so that way – you don't develop feelings. And for us, our answer is no. We actually care about the people that we swing with. And we become really good friends with them. And even the people in the lifestyle that we don't swing with. Like, it becomes very much like a family. Um, especially, like, us personally, we've been outed. And most of our friends have been outed. And a lot of them have actually lost their family. So it's almost like you got to, we're getting to choose who we want our family to be does that make sense yeah no i think you know as human beings um we are drawn to communities right mm-hmm. we want to have friends and friend groups and family groups i think it's you know it's human nature to need that and to want that um and i would say before being in the lifestyle i felt like a lot of my friendships were like almost forced and faked if that made sense yeah. right you hung out with the people that you hung out with um, and you only let them see a certain side right. of you and a lot of it was you know resolved around either work or you know children like or you know grown up with right, the people right, people that you went to school with and not to say i mean i have friends that you know i've been friends with my whole life and i care very much about very them very much so yeah um but you just you know you were always kind of trying to keep up with the joneses and and pretend to be these perfect people and you know nobody really knew um who you were you didn't talk about any of the negative aspects mm-hmm. right you always pretended like you were happy and that you were you know perfect and you you know you tried to look like you had as much money as you possibly could even if you were struggling to pay your bill you know what i mean you just were trying to be this fake person mm-hmm. um for appearance sake is, yeah. is what i, I feel think like. that's just how our society is it's, you know I, I feel like that's what society kind of forces us to do right mm-hmm. we're trying to compete with each other we're trying to show off for each other uh, you know, we're trying to have the status in our communities and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we're, we're all trying to exaggerate that as much as we can to make yeah. everybody think that we're all perfect. Um, lifestyle people aren't like that at all. I don't no, think not it's at all. so refreshing and it's freeing. Genuine. And- it's a genuine caring about people. Re- again, going back to like number 10, 
You know, it's genuinely caring about people for their heart and for mm. who they are, not for what they have or what they can do for you or anything like that. Right. Not because they're your boss mm-hmm. or a coworker or, oh, if I have a relationship with this person, it might get me a promotion at work. Yeah. Like, it, it's none of that bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this person is a real genuine person and I care about them and they're good and yeah. they're maybe they're hot and I like yeah. having sex with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just I connect with you I on some level. And because mm-hmm. of that, I care about you. Yeah. Um, and we have so many friends that we, we, we would, we would, you know, and you know, like I've heard on multiple accounts where lifestyle people say, oh, I had surgery and all of my lifestyle friends reached out to me or sent me flowers or sent me food. I didn't hear from any of my vanilla friends. Like, you know, to me, lifestyle friends are very loyal. Like if one of us has got to move, we're going to help. Mm-hmm. Just for instance, the Kraken Bear, it's this, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a subject that we're talking about. If you don't know what we're talking about, we had friends lose custody of their kids for swinging. We as a group immediately jumped into action. Like, what do we have to do? What can we do to help you? What do you need from us? And and it, it was purely because we cared, mm-hmm. not because of anything else. And it was very refreshing to see as a group us doing that. And and I think that goes for anybody that had any problems. I think we would be there for every single one of us. And and the thing about it is, is they all know our kinks, right? Mm-hmm. They all know the weird fucked up shit we like to do. Yeah. And they don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, they just love well, us we can, for... Even, you know, we, you know, when we get in a fight and our little tiff, oh, yeah. we, we tell them. We're like, oh, yeah, we're late today because me and Lacey were fighting over something, whatever stupid fucking thing happened Yeah, because day, you know? he yelled at me for telling him to turn here or something, yeah. you know, something so <laughs> stupid. But like, for example, yesterday I got mad at Dan because we were both irritable because traffic was terrible. And I, we were able to like tell our friends like, Oh my God, Dan pissed me off so bad. Today. <laughs> and they just laugh at us. And, and then they tell us about how they do it. And yeah. it's, we just, you know, like where I think previously in vanilla relationships or friendships, you would never, you would be mortified, right? You try to mm-hmm. pretend like everything is perfect and okay. And like, mm-hmm. you, 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 it's just so much freeing more, you know, of a yeah. connection because, I agree. and I think you're a little more vulnerable because when you have sex with somebody, yeah. you're just, you're just more likely to open up to those people. You yeah. Know what I mean? So if we're like people that swing and only swing with that per a couple one time because they're afraid of developing feelings and stuff like that. You know, this is my thing. Some of our best friends are people that we have swung with. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that they would be missing out, you know, on these true, genuine, lifelong friendships. And, you know, and I, so I encourage you to embrace the friendships. So I encourage you to embrace the friendships because we've been so blessed with the best friends. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah, no, 100%. I think I, I understand that fear. Yeah, I get of, it. Of, you know, I'm afraid if we hang out with these people that we have sex with that – real feelings might start to develop and then maybe I'll lose my spouse, right? Um, but if you have clear boundaries and you are all respectful of those boundaries, then you are fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean... That's you, my opinion. Yeah. You got to have... You have to have faith and trust in your relationship. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's something to work up to. I think, you know, maybe if you talked to us three, four years ago, yeah, we would have felt maybe similar to that. some of these people. Yeah. I, no, I get why people feel that way. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. All right. I think now we need to take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. And then when we get back, we're going to give you the top the top five. Yeah. Uh, which are in no order, but the other five. Yeah, the other five. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll be right back.
the Swing Nation podcast is proud to partner with Shameless Care. Yeah, this this was an easy partnership, right? They reached out to us. These are lifestyle people who are looking to help the lifestyle, right? They want to they want to be able to provide lifestyle people with STD testing and at home ED medication. Yeah, so the STD testing is super awesome. You basically fill out a survey and they tell you how often you should be tested. And then you receive the test at home. You're able to take it from the comfort of your home, smell it back in, and you get your results a few days later. Yeah, and then you know knowing those results is a huge deal. Um, but you can also do ED medication, right? You know, having ED in the lifestyle is super common, right? Because you're in a high-stress environment and, uh, you know, Trying to maintain your erection in that environment can be difficult. So you go online, you take a little survey, you fill out some healthcare information, um, and they they ship you the medicine right to your door. You don't have to have the conversation with your doctor. Um, you can do it all from home. Yes. Yeah, so use our code TSN on shamelesscare.com to receive $30 off. We use it. We suggest you use it. Um, you know, if you need that service, go out there and get it. Thank you. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we went over the first five, and now we're going to go over the next five. And these are our top ten favorite things about the lifestyle. Yeah. So for number five, we have the confidence you gain within yourself. Yeah, you know, we get a lot of questions about, like, what if you're self-conscious, Do you, you know, stuff like that. Honestly, the lifestyle for me makes me more confident. Yeah, I think it's natural, right? Uh, yeah. You, you know, when anybody, especially coming new into the lifestyle, you're like, man, I got to dress slutty and wear little clothes and get <laughs> naked and have sex in front of people. Like that all sounds super scary. 
Um, and you know, I'm, I don't, you know, I have a dad bod or, uh, you know, I have a little extra weight or stretch marks or whatever the case, right? We're, we're humans. We all have these feelings, mm-hmm. right? Everybody we know has these same mm-hmm. feelings. So if you're having those feelings, um, we are right there with you, right? Yeah. We hundred percent understand that. Um, I think once you start getting in the lifestyle and having experiences and making friends and seeing that your friends are attracted to you and want to fuck you and, and they think you're sexy, um, that it naturally builds your confidence. It does. And then, you know, like for me, I want to be the best version of myself. You know, even though I know that everyone will fuck me regardless of like, you know, my weight or if I have a stretch mark Mm -hmm. or whatever, but I still like, it encourages me to be the best version, you know? So like, you know how like in your twenties or when you're courting someone or, you know, kind of dating, you like take extra care about your appearance and stuff like that. I feel like swinging kind of does that for you too. Like you want to look hot. Right. Yeah. I think because you know, you're going to go to events, you're going to be naked. You're going to, you're, you're, you're constantly trying to court Mm -hmm. people. Um, yeah, you you invest in yourself. Yeah, for and, sure. And try to and take and care of yourself. And that doesn't mean that everyone has a six pack and perfect. You know, no, we're not even talking about going to the gym. It, it really could be like you spend an extra five minutes on your makeup, or you buy a dress with like a that's two inches shorter because you want to be a little. You know, even stuff as simple as that. Keeping your sh- your pubes shaved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> let's be honest. Once you've been married for any mm. amount of time. Right, you start letting some of that go. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I think, human nature, right? So I think the lifestyle just kind of keeps all that super fresh. Right. We can only let it go for like two or three weeks, and then we gotta we got to shave that shit. Yeah, we, we got to yeah. pamper and prep. Mm-hmm. You gotta so get I ready. feel like the lifestyle just really boosts your confidence. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't struggle with my confidence. I do. I absolutely do. But I feel like if I wasn't in the lifestyle, my confidence would not be where it's at. No, I think. There's something to be said when your husband thinks you're hot. There's something even better than that when the guy next to him thinks you're fucking hot too. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. No, it, I, it well, feels good to be wanted. Yeah, I think when it you're boosts. any any long term relationship, mm-hmm. right? You you come to the assumption that well, my partner's just telling me they think I'm pretty or hot or whatever because they have to because they're my yeah. partner, it's my wife, and they, they have no choice, right? That's yeah. it's their job to try to to build my confidence. But when a complete strangers do it, or people you just met, or people eat online, or you know whatever the case may be, you're like. Well, they have no reason, right? Like, yeah. So, it, it, you know, it, it, I guess it helps you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it builds your. No, it your, does. Yeah. And you know what also makes me more confident? When you meet a new couple, if you're new in life, so usually you'll start some sort of group communication, you know, via kick or message or whatever you use. And usually the first thing to do is like introduce yourself, share some pictures. And to me, it makes me feel beautiful when I see Dan sharing his favorite pictures of me you know like he's like look at my wife look what i have look how beautiful she is let me show her off like that does something to me you know like he can tell me i'm pretty all day but to see him bragging on me and being proud of me just does something yeah no that's that's 100 percent. i do that i share your dick pics you do share my dick pics because Um, you don't share them well you know i'm trying to be a modest person i know but i'm like look what he's working with (laughs) Hey girl, check this out. Does that make you confident, babe? It, it, yeah, it does. I mean, it's a little embarrassing, but it helps my confidence. I mean, as okay, well. you're embarrassing of a big dick. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. you have such a hard life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we move along? All right. Yes. Okay, number four, discovering yourself. Yeah, and this is a good one, you know, because again, I think in the vanilla world, 
we're forced into this box, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when you're forced into these boxes and, and you know, thinking that you have to live up to this, you know, whether it's what your parents think you should be or whether what society thinks you should be, often you don't even realize you're just focused on being who people want you to be and you don't necessarily embrace who you are or who you want to be. Correct. Um, and even in, within our friend group, there's been so many people um, that have, you know, that I think we can, can relate to this that, once you kind of give up on that, you know, like say, fuck that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing that anymore. I don't care who you want me to be. I, I don't care if I'm not this perfect, you know, version of what, you know, my mom or dad or, you know, like I'm not what you think I should be or want me to be. I'm going to be who I want to be. Yeah. Uh, and you really kind of do some self reflection on mm-hmm. that and like, who am I and who do I want to be and what do I want in life? Um, and people change. Like people yeah. kind of blossom in, in, into their in themselves, I feel yeah. like. Um, and that's, it's pretty cool to see that. It is. And we've, I mean, we've gone, I, I know several, I can think of several friends off the top of my head that have gone through this kind of experience mm-hmm. here recently. And even discovering their own sexuality. Yeah. Um, you know, without naming names, we've had several male friends here recently that have kind of said, you know what, I, I am bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bisexual male. And this this is something I've been afraid to say my entire life, but I've known it since middle school or high school uh, that I had some kind of sexual curiosities about the same sex. And um, I wasn't open about that because society doesn't let me be open about that. But yeah. but now that I have you guys that are my friends and I feel confident uh, and I've, you know, have other friends that are open about it and they get supported, um, th- they've come out of their shell and, and shared that kind of stuff. And I, when you see stuff like that, you're like, fuck, like, damn it. Like, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Like, like w- this is a good environment to be in yeah. where people can actually be themselves and feel comfortable being themselves and kind of sharing their true self with our friend group. Yeah. So like for me personally, um, obviously we have been outed, you know, not to know everyone that's listening to this has not been outed or is not public with being swingers, but we are now public. And at first I freaked out, you know, I was like, Oh my God, everybody knows I was mortified. Let's just be honest. I was mortified. But now a year and a half into it, me as a 38 year old woman, I'm fucking living my best life, you know, and I have never felt as authentic as I feel in this moment in my life, you know, and for me to be able to walk into a room, a complete vanilla room, a vanilla situation and know half of the room knows I'm a swinger and what I'm up to and probably listen to this podcast and I can walk in with my head held high. That is I've grown tremendously because of that. And I think people see that, you know, I think. You know, kind of what you're saying. When you're first outed, you're afraid, like, I can never show my face in yeah, public again, yeah. right? I could never walk into a room of people. There, I'll be mortified. They'll all make fun of me and pick on me and shun me from society. Like, I could never do that, right? And then it happens. And then you go through all these emotions. And then you're like, fuck y'all. And, then, and you're like, fuck <laughs> you all. And then you start going back out in within these mm-hmm. friend groups. And I think people are drawn to it. We're like, like, oh, yeah, we're having hot sex. And I know you're jealous. <laughs> right. But even people, you know, I think people are drawn to you because they see you living your authentic mm-hmm. self and not giving a fuck. And that's that's attractive to people. I think yeah. people, you know, can see that and be like, holy fuck, like she gives no fucks and she's living her best life. And like, wow, like, look at this strong yeah. woman. And you here's know? the thing. We're responsible. We're great parents. We do everything with consent. No one's sneaking off. No one's cheating. We are doing everything on the up and up. And we're living our best life. And 
I don't really care. If you don't like me for that, then don't like me for that. Right. You know, then I wouldn't want a fake friendship over that, you know. So so I personally have really just discovered myself through this. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many emails, how many messages, how many, um, you know, DMs that we've got where people have said, like, thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for getting on your platforms and sharing this message because now I I am motivated, right? I feel confident. And, and now I, you know, I've been living underneath this rock and afraid to show my true colors and afraid to talk about any of this. Um, but I see you guys doing it. I see you guys being successful at it. I see you guys, how happy you are and, and how much, you know, how many benefits this has brought to your life. And so now we're going to live it like that too. Yeah. And, and I mean, people are coming out of the woodworks um, on TikTok and mm-hmm. on, on Facebook, you know, and and just coming out and saying fuck it, like I, mm-hmm. I'm a swinger and I'm I'm not I'm done hiding, and yeah. it's 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 amazing to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 inspiring. Um, it's it's why we started this whole thing, and mm-hmm. to see it actually come to fruition, um, it's it's pretty it's pretty uh powerful stuff. Yeah. All right, moving, moving on. on. Yeah. So number three. Number three, the sex. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> the sex is fucking amazing and hot and fun. And, you know, I think what I love personally is that we get to do all of the. It's like you're my partner. You know, we, you are my partner. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just really fun. That I can look at you while we're doing this and be like, hell yeah, we're doing this. I mean, who doesn't like sex, right? I yeah. mean, I think as human beings, <laughs> hopefully most of us really, really enjoy sex, right? Um but there's only so many things you can do with two people, right? In one dick. In one dick and one vagina and <laughs> four hands, right? Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that you could do when you right. add extras. With six, eight, you know, mm-hmm. ten people. There's just so many other things um, that you can do. And if you haven't tried some of those things, I recommend it because it's, <laughs> fu- it's fun, you know. And you know, again, going back to like people say, well... Is it weird when it's just the two of you after having crazy sex like that? No. Yeah. Not at all. Because, like, honestly, nobody wants to have a six sum every night. That's too much work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. You know, it's like, exhausting. it's fun every now and then, <laughs> but, like, it's just it's just a lot. So, it's just, I don't know. The sex is, I mean, it, it go, there's really no other explanation other than the sex. I mean, that just is what it is. Right. And this this leads directly into number two. So, let's bring this in and we'll, I mean, we're going to, it's still sex but let's yeah. keep talking being able to explore explore your fantasies yes and i love that i can be a married woman cuz i let's be honest i i want to spend my life with someone you and i want to have a partner for life but that doesn't take away that there are things in life that i still want to do right you know i still i like girls i still want to play with girls um there if i see a hot ass man i mean I might want to fuck him, you know, <laughs> and I love that I can be your wife and be your partner and have a whole regular life, but then occasionally sneak off and fuck that hot guy. Well, you don't have to sneak off. Well, you know what I mean? I sneak <laughs> off together. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, you know, know, not like sneak off. I know what you meant. I just wanted to clarify that. For um, me. Yeah. No, but you know, like, I think that there's something to be said about that. And I think there's also something to be said that at any point in our lives, I can look at you and say, hey, babe. I really want to invite a single male over and have them fuck me and you two fuck the shit out of me. Or I want to be blindfolded and do this. And and I know that I can tell you that. And you're going to be like, okay, babe, let's make that happen. Right. Like, I don't think that 
people under like vanilla people understand the level of like I don't know trust I don't know what the like it's something to be so nice to look at your spouse and be like this is my fantasy and I want to do this how can you help me make this happen yeah I would say you know in in my experience in the past when I've been in vanilla relationships you it's not like you don't have fantasies right yeah you do uh, <laughs> you do and it's you know I, I I can you know this is me. I spent time on my phone when my partner wasn't around, you know, on porn sites, mm-hmm. like, you know, watching these things yeah. and, and, and enjoying it in my own way. But af- yeah, the fantasies afraid, don't go away. Right. Afraid yeah. to talk to my partner about that or afraid that, you know, oh, well, she, you know, if I talk to my partner, they, she would judge me for this mm-hmm. or, you know, I must be weird because I like this or there must be something wrong with me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that's that's a bunch of bullshit. Like we yeah. we all have fantasies, yeah. right? Um, you know, there's a lot of people that would like to have a threesome or a foursome or mm-hmm. an orgy or you know what whatever two cocks or you mm-hmm. know there's so many possibilities um, sexually, uh, things to explore, pleasures to have. I don't know, you know, this idea that you get married and then all of a sudden you can't do any of those things. And if you do even want to or think about doing those things, it's because your partner is inadequate or or doesn't fulfill, you know, like there's something wrong with your relationship because you have those feelings. Well, and isn't it better that I can come to you and tell you those fantasies and we can do it together rather than someone sneaking behind somebody's back, possibly exposing the other person to diseases or, you know, put someone in danger. I just, it's just better this way. No, the emotions that go, I mean, it's just, that's just a terrible thing to do to somebody. Um, and, but we, we all know that everybody has those yeah. feelings and desires. And especially, so in cases where you have a bisexual partner in a relationship, you know, just because you marry an opposite sex do, does not take away those feelings, right? And so if I am a married, you know, married to a man and I like girls or a man's married to a woman and he likes guys, those feelings are still there. And at least if you're a swinger or in these type of situations, you're able to still explore that, but but on the up and up, right? You're not sneak, you know, it's just it's just so much better. Right. Yeah, no, I can't, you know, how many guys have probably snuck off and had sex with another guy because, one, they don't want even want their partner to know that they have those yeah. types of feelings. And they probably put themselves in bad situations, right. you know, like trying to find these guys right. or find or even random guys yeah. on Tinder or, you know, Craigslist or whatever the case yeah. may be. And then you're know, meeting in back alleys or in the woods or, you know, and all that like swingers when you do it on the up and up you can go to these clubs you know there's condoms there's safety there's you know uh, consent there's communication people Mm -hmm. are being tested it's just such a such a more open environment and such more a safer environment you know it's just a a much much better way to engage in that type of uh activity and it's not like other people aren't doing it it's completely happening it's just not i think it's not happening like you said on the up and up it's not it's not being done um as morally Mm -hmm. Um, is the way swingers do it. Yeah, I agree. All right, I think we crushed that one. Yeah, last one. Last one. And I I know that we said no particular order, but I said that one up there was like number one. But honestly, this is really, it's, they're tied. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I think this is number one for a lot of people. Yeah. The communication and relationship skills you build. Um, Who said that? Either, I think it was Mr. Life of Spice. Either you, Swingers learn to communicate amazing or what did he say? Or no, this was actually, who so was you, it? it was, um, 
Um, we interviewed so many people. No, this is, yeah. It's, <gasps> it yeah. was the um, Shameless, shameless Care. Shameless Care, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said it. Sounds like something Mr. Life was spiced with. Does, he's so, he is so wise. He's very well spoken yeah. and wise. Uh, <laughs> no, this was, uh, he's not sure if good communicators find the lifestyle or if the lifestyle makes good communicators. Yeah. Um, and that's very, very true, right? To be in this type of relationship, you have to communicate with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes those communications are going to be uncomfortable, right? Um, you're going to get jealous. Like you're yeah. going to have emotions, mm-hmm. right? Enga- you know, swapping, sharing, um, engaging in it. these mm-hmm. in sex with other people. You're you're going to have emotions, um, whether it's jealousy, whether it's you know, you know, the whole gambit of things, right? Insecurities. Um, so you have to be able to work through that with your partner. You have to be able to communicate that. You have to when you have these feelings. Uh, these insecurities, these jealousies, you have to talk to your partner about it, right? And you have to talk through it and you have to figure out, okay, how can we do better the next time? How can we fix this for the next time? Maybe, you know, what's maybe a boundary we need to add, you know, or a little rule that we need to put in. Um, it forces you uh, to do that or else you're going to fail. Yeah. Uh, right. And so, but those relationship skills um, are valuable not only when you're swapping partners and engaging in, you know, sex. It's important in your relationship on day-to-day things because when you are able to communicate about these things, you become a better communicator about everything. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I mean, I've never – I've been in several long-term relationships in my life. Never, ever has the communication been anything close to what you and I have. Never. I could pretty much tell you anything. I mean, like I'm scared to tell you when I spend too much money. <laughs> but other than that, I can pretty much tell you anything that crosses my mind. And I know that you're going to love me. And I know it may be a hard conversation, but we're going to work our, you know, through it. And I, it's very refreshing to me to have a relationship like that. And I think I didn't know that that was possible. Do you? Does that make sense? Like I thought how I did every other relationship was just normal but it's not at all right and i think you know having secrets and keeping things from your partner i think that does seem normal right that seems like i think most relationships probably out there keeping secrets we don't mean like cheating we mean like this is i want to do this but i want to fuck a girl but i can't tell my husband fantasies whatever the case may be i think we all you know you don't truly give yourself fully to the other person. You don't open up fully to the mm-hmm. other person. And I'm not, I know that's how I felt in yeah. every other relationship. I don't feel like anybody has ever truly n- knew me. Mm-hmm. I kept always, in every relationship, I kept a part of me hidden. And it was different things in different relationships. And I feel like in this relationship, I can completely and openly be me, communicate everything that I need and I want, and know that I'm loved and accepted. Yeah, that's huge, right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's huge. And I wish that for everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know we, we nobody wants to be on here and be like you should be a swinger because all these things are great and you know if you're not a swinger you don't have a good relationship you know and we're not trying to say that. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm sure, I didn't know how to communicate. Right? No, I'm sure you know, there are like, plenty of monogamous relationships oh, that are sure. that feel the same way we do. But yeah. for us, yeah, for us, this is what it's taken to really mm-hmm. be able to open up and, and connect with a partner. Um, and I think, you know, we hear this, you know, uh, how many, you know, this, the communication relationship skills, everybody that messaged us about this, this podcast episode, um, 
probably said something about communication. Oh, yeah. Right? So I asked everybody and like literally everyone said communication. <laughs> and of course, they all said other things, too. But that's definitely a top one for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't it, it's hard. You know, marriage is hard. Relationships are hard. Um, you know, it takes work. You know yeah. what I mean? If I, I think if, I, if I've learned anything about marriage and relationships, it's that um it's going to be work, right? Yeah. It's not, if it's easy, nothing's easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if, if you expect it to be easy, you're, you're probably going to fail, right? If you're not willing to work at it, if you're not worried to go through those, those hard times and those hard emotions and, and, and find ways to get through it. Um, but this lifestyle forces you, uh, to have those, that communication and yeah. those skills. Yeah. I totally um, agree. And it's such a positive, it's been such a positive thing for us. It's been such a positive thing for a lot of our friends. Um, that I think it's, you know, I'm thankful that we've yeah. we, we've had this and been able to work through it. It's not for everyone, though. No, it's not for everybody. And that's okay. You know, it's just not. I mean, it could not be for you in seasons of your life. You know, it just depends. I, I definitely don't think everyone's cut out to be a swinger. Just like I don't think everyone's cut out to be monogamous. So, but if this works for you, then good for you. Get to have right. hot, fun sex. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's about to thunder and lightning and storm outside. I know. So I, I know. think I don't we're know wrapping if up that. at the right time yeah um but uh, um anything else on the top 10 your top no, 10 favorite things it. about the lifestyle all right happy 50th podcast babe 50th podcast episode yeah all right so if you guys want to come and hang out and party with us where the, where do they need to go babe um they need to come to secrets first of all they need to come to so secrets. we're doing our one year podcast anniversary August 26th, 27th, and 28th at Secrets in Kissimmee, Florida. We have rented out the whole damn place. Yep. We got the whole place. Yeah. So if you want to come and hang out with us, enjoy um, us partying and have fun with us and just all the things. Hang out with all your Swing Talk um, creators. You need to go to swingersociety.net, book a room. We're getting, we're selling out, guys. It's getting there. It's getting close. So you got about a month. So get your room. Come party with us. Yes. Swingersociety.net, um, the secrets, the the uh, the Swing Nation one-year podcast bash at Secrets Hideaway Resort. Go get your tickets while you still can. Yeah. And we'll see you there. We look forward to it. Yeah. We're we'll also going to Dallas. We're going to go to Colette's in Dallas, September 9th through the 11th. We'll be, we'll be releasing info on that probably in the next few days, so um, look out for that. Right. Everybody's been asking us to come out to Texas. Yeah, we're coming so to we're Texas. So we're doing it for you guys, so we need you to show up and come yep. out and hang out with us. Yep. So lots of opportunities to come meet us, so yeah. Right. So uh, we post all our, our events on theswingnation.net under the events tab, and then also on swingersociety.net. That's where you can buy the tickets and book the events, so yeah. make sure you go check out both of those. Mm-hmm. All right. We got to go get ready. We got to go get ready. We got uh, Club Trapeze tonight. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, I'm still hungover from last night, but uh, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll be ready by the time we, we get We went there. to bed at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. With, with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.